Welcome to Living a Full Life Podcast. Join us as we explore health topics that encourage raising healthy children, living a healthy life, and living the best life possible. Now, here's your host. I'm Enrico Dolgecori, and I'll be your host this week. Thanks for joining me. This week's topic, you are weak. No, you're amazing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This this is a topic, though, that I wanted to get into because of a debate I had with some other practitioners recently, uh, professionals, doctors in different fields, optometrists, whatever it may be. Uh, and it was interesting. It made me think, you know what? This is a great podcast topic about strength, but starting it off to to with, with a kicker like that saying, you are weak. I'm calling you out, people. Um, as a, And the debate went like this. I was I was on the wrong by everyone. So I brought up my theory. I'm like, hey, you know what? Humans are weaker now than ever before. And then boom, all three of them were like, what? Uh, evolutionary, uh, you know, we, and then they went into their defense of how we can control the environment. We can, we're at the top of the food chain. We are, uh, we adapt, we build homes. We, we can control our surroundings. No other species can, can really do that at the level that we can. And I'm like, that doesn't answer my question about our strength. And as soon as I started to say, you know what? Olympic athletes, NFL players, professional athletes, supercharged CrossFit champions. I mean, athletes are probably the strongest people on the face of the planet. And if we go through history, probably some of the strongest people ever. To think about it, because because of how far we've come, we have access to nutrition, medications, um, facilities, equipment. I mean, the training facilities are amazing. Uh, I remember talking with my dad about history, you know, about how how the the pyramids were built, how they built the Acropolis, the the Colosseum in Rome. Like, how did they do this two, three, four, five thousand years ago without technology? How did this marble and this stone get? And it was with like hundreds of people pulling it by rope against their will but <laughs> that's how they did it they had they had manpower the way we used to call it manpower bringing this stuff in, in the in the dozens and hundreds of people that would do that a construction crew today is not made up of 150 people moving stone to create a cement pathway for people or a cobblestone pathway to the palace right we we have machines and technology that can do it with a group of six construction crew members that can do that so i understand where they were thinking and as soon as i brought it up uh like that i'm like you know i think that we have the strongest athletes probably in the history of the world as a collective as a society we're pretty weak and then that's where they were like, yeah, I guess because we have adapted our environment so much, we don't have to think about climbing trees to get away from our getting away from an attack. Um, all the stuff our our prehistoric past was, you know, was the our Paleolithic uh, people had to do hunters and gatherers, right? They, they were probably really strong. So I was comparing it to that. I'm like, they were on their feet every day, going out, and if they did catch something whatever it may be, uh, a deer, an elk, uh, a bison, whatever it may be, they, they had to bring this thing back. Like, yeah, think about that. Uh, that's not that's not easy. We don't do work like that anymore, you know. And, and as a chiropractor, this may sound horrible, and I, I, please excuse me, I'm trying to prove a point here. People come in, like, I, I, I gardened 
on Saturday, and I'm in a lot of pain. I pulled a hammy, Doc. I'm like, how how did you pull a hammy pulling weeds? You know, and, and I'm not, I don't mean that in a negative way. I've hurt myself doing dumb stuff too. But it's just over time, you're like, how how do we have such repetitive injuries? And it and it comes down to strength, it comes down to conditioning. People will come in at the beginning of softball season, the beginning of hockey season, right? They come on in. I still, we started hockey. I went skating. And the conversation is more like, I went skating, played hockey on the weekend. And I have to dig deeper. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you, you play hockey. They're like, well, the season just started again. I'm like, okay. Did you play last season? No, but I played the season before. I'm like, so two years ago. They're like, yeah. And this was your first time skating. Yeah. And your calves hurt. Yeah. A lot of pain. I don't know why the left one really hurts. I'm like, Maybe because it's been two years since you went skating, you played a game the first time you skated. Maybe you should have maybe gone for a lap first or done a practice or skated with your kids first, maybe a couple days before. Uh, yeah, that would have been a good idea. Did you stretch? No. After? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so repetitive injuries happen because of our use. We don't do it. We sit. Most of us sit for work. We work in front of computers. We sit in front of the computer to do a podcast, whatever it may be. And we sit a lot. We don't work out as much as we used to. So the ratio of a sedentary life versus an active life, you can't argue with me, is tipping in the other direction of we are much more sedentary now than we were 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, definitely for sure, right? Moving horse and carriage to today is very different life. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love living in 2023. It's pretty awesome. But we have to keep that into mind. And this is where exercise plays a huge role. You do it to maintain your strength. And maintaining strength prevents injury. That's it, folks. That's the linear algebraic equation to why we exercise. It's to maintain our strength and to prevent injury. And the prevent injury list is huge, not just for muscles and tendons and ligaments, but bone. I mean, people who exercise have a better end of care or end of life scenario than people who don't. It's been shown over time, they're stronger right later stages of life where they don't become osteoporotic. They don't have the risk of breaking bones. I mean, the, the, one of the number one or maybe number two, you know, causes of non um, cardiovascular or, cardio or non-systemic uh, death is falls, falls that lead to something, falls that lead to an embolism, uh, a bleed out, whatever it may be, because we we broke, we fractured a bone in our hip or, or a leg or our arm, wherever it may, our wrists, whatever it may, may be. We hit our, hit our heads at later, later stages of life. That's the risk factor with that. So the argument was, it was interesting, but I, I took a defense on the well, we're so amazing now. We are technologically so amazing now, but but from uh, from a combative perspective, from a human perspective, we are not. I mean, those photos that we look at from the seventies on the beach—you know, the, you see it on social memes all the time. Uh, Clearwater Beach in nineteen seventy, Clearwater Beach in two thousand nineteen. You know, and the comparison, and everyone's probably double the weight. And that's what they're trying to prove is like, look, look, you know, what's happening over 50 years is we're not getting lighter. We're not getting, you know, um, lighter on our feet. We're getting heavier. We're getting lazier. It, it's just it's just the truth. And we have to be aware of that. It's not a it is a call out, but it's not a call out in a bad way. This is more of a PSA about, you know, getting out there, being move, moving yourself. If you feel stiff, if you feel sluggish, it's because your body is not designed to sit that many hours during the week. 
really take a moment right now or, or right after this podcast and think like how much how much activity where vigorous activity where I'm lifting or pushing or doing stuff versus sitting. It, it, I mean, you don't have to think long on this. Um, the answer is pretty obvious. And, and that's the issue here. Now, do we have to work 40 hours a week and work out 40 hours a week? No, but we need to offset that somehow. And, and the rules when it comes to exercise for strengthening is 120 minutes of heavy exercise per week. 120. So about two hours of exercise per week. So these are like four 30 minute workouts, whatever, maybe where you're, where you're lifting body weight type work. So not heavyweight. You don't have to go to the gym and start, you know, leg pressing a thousand pounds. It's about starting to use your own body weight to do this stuff. So push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, burpees, uh, crunches, uh, lifting your legs, uh, bird dog, all these types of exercises that we can do. Yoga, yoga is a lot of strength, uh, strengthening in there as well. So, and just creating a balance of this and understanding that, yeah, you know what? I, I do feel not as strong as I was when I was younger. I do feel not as strong as, you know, my grand grandma was, you know, and, and that's where we can move forward with understanding that, Hey, strength plays a huge role in health. And that's where I was going with that. It wasn't a debate. We didn't turn it. it didn't, I didn't want to start it as a debate. I, I just said that and it turned into this. What are you talking about? I mean, this is the best time to be alive. I'm like, no, I get, you know, I understand. I understand. But as a collective, don't you see that in your practices? And they were, there was a physical therapist, you know, there's an optometrist. We were talking about stuff. And it started with a joke before where I'm like, man, for humans, you'd think eyesight would be a, an important evolutionary thing to keep. Why are we all going blind? Right. I, I was joking because my prescription was changing. I'm like, how can my prescription, you know, why, why can I not see at a distance? I'm not like a negative 2.5, but you know, if I don't wear my glasses, everything's blurry. If I go to the hockey game or if I try and, you know, and I'm sitting in the seats, I won't be able to see the writing on the board. They'll really, the players will look blurry to me. So I got to wear my contacts and my glasses. And it's so normal. Now the optometrist, I was expecting this, awesome answer about, you know, what you can do to prevent astigmatism and improve your eyesight. And he's like, no, you just wear glasses. We can adapt to the environment. I'm like, yeah, but running away from a lion and remembering my glasses doesn't seem like an important evolutionary trait that we should have developed. And um, we, we came to a, a good ending to this um, conversation together on this because they're like, well, that's the whole point. We change our environment. We don't have to run away from lions anymore. I'm like, that's I. You're not seeing it from my perspective here. <laughs> we're evolving the wrong way uh, because we're adapted. And then they understood that. Yes, you're right. Because we can do that, we are changing as well. And I'm like, not for the better. And they didn't like that either. They were like, well, yeah, we're smarter. We have access to more information. And I, you know, it, it ended up with if the power goes out for 20 years. And we just can't restore any power. How well do you think our society will do? And they were like, oh, boy, <laughs> we're going to eat each other. Pretty much. That's what we're going to end up doing. Uh, so, you know, when you take away the things that are making our life so comfortable right now, it's, you know, it's not there. And, you know, we have the gyms. We have the power equipment. We have the lifting equipment. We have weights. We have technology. We have bands. We have, you know, all. Yes, we do. We have all the stuff that we do. And we should use them. But this stuff the power shuts out and you can't use the, the electrical equipment anymore, then what, you know, what do we do? So that it's, it's your job to maintain your overall strength and health through movement. 
and and that's the importance of this of this podcast here is that we are you we are getting weaker and it's because of weakness that we put ourselves up to, and become more prone to injury so to prevent injury we just need to be stronger easier said than done it's just a methodic routine habits create change and it all starts with like i'm going to start a new habit and my new habit's going to be some type of activity every day. Stop putting numbers and repetitions to these goals. I think this is where we 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 fail. Is we set that we're going to go to the gym, we're going to go 30 minutes, we're going to do six exercises, four times each, 10 reps each. Those are a lot of a lot of requirements to define a successful workout. I don't think you need to do that. I think I'm going to go to the gym for 20 to 30 minutes. That's that's not a bad thing. Uh, just going to the gym. You're going to do something. Don't sit there and watch the one screen that's on. You know, sit there and do something is a win. It's the habit of going to the gym three times a week or working out three times a week that over time creates and builds strength and health wealth is how I call it. You know, you get more health wealth. You you build that bank of health, and that's what it is there to prevent injury, to prevent things down the road. We know exercise is an important uh, role for maintaining health, maintaining blood sugar, maintaining, it's just got all these na- positive effects to it. So that's where habits. So create new habits and, and making time for this. That's where it is, is, is making the time to create new habits. That's how you're successful. When other things trump or become more important than your strength and your health and your workouts, then guess what? You just don't do the workouts. So Another thing that's easier said than done, but it's creating it. Um, one of the best things that I've done in the last you know, five years has become difficult, but it was difficult. It's much easier now as being a, a master or being a student of my calendar where I, every Sunday, sit down and just write in the things that I need to get done this week. And working out and prepping meals is always at the top of the morning, the morning shift of the day. I write it right at the top of each day. So, you know, prep for Monday, Tuesday meals and then monday wednesday friday i've got my workouts and just sticking to this and i still use paper i use one of those uh weekly planners i love them uh and you if you're digital you can use your, your phones are great too. set reminders set alerts uh these things are fantastic ways to maintain and hold you accountable to your habits that you're going to commit to yourself today right it's the whole point of this you're listening to this podcast it's supposed to um motivate you and supposed to give you some feedback and use, you know, current data and PSA announcements that will help you live healthier. That's the whole point of this. So when it comes to strength, you are not weak. You're amazing. You are truly amazing. And we want to end it up with saying you are strong, you are able, you're capable because you got to leave with some motivation that you you are. And the, the point of starting it saying you're weak was just a fun way to call out the podcast and just uh, get your attention. These titles have to be attention grabbers, but I hope you got my point. And and I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, in a positive way as a collective, we need to do better. I mean, these, these repetitive injuries that we're seeing, these uh, surgeons are are booked months in advance doing uh, orthroscopies, arthritis uh, fixes, um, knee replacements, hip replacements. I mean, we're replacing parts of our body because we wear them out because of strength. That's the truth. Off balance and lack of strength is what leads us to wear down our joints. Um, but we also live longer than we used to. So joints maybe not don't last 
90 years or 80 years like they used to. So actually, we never used to live that long. So they, they never had to make it that long. So I get it. I get both sides of it. And it's cool how technology is. So we have access to this. But I think that access and knowing we have access to it has made us a little bit lazy thinking when it comes to our health and movements. Like, that's okay. I have other ways to, to offset that. If I, if I do st start to hurt because my joints start to hurt because I don't exercise, I can just take and leave, right? These little things that we lean on um, as a society have made us weak. And that's it. I'm just calling it out. I'm calling it as it is. So get out there. Create new habits. Try your best. Set some goals, some simple goals. And once you become consistent and you create these new habits over 30 days, it's all it takes is 30 consecutive days to create new habits, then the habits become more fun. Then you want to change. Then you want to challenge yourself. It's no longer 20 minutes of just going to the gym. It's now 30 minutes of going through five exercises, three sets each, right? Without a rep goal. And then once you start doing that, I'm like, man, I have to increase the weights by 10 pounds. It feels too easy. And then you increase it by 10 pounds. And that's how we go there. One last tip about working out. If you do get back to working out, start light and you're better off maximizing the weight as fast as you can as the weeks go by. Just keep going up and up and up until it becomes so difficult that you can only do three. Once you get to that point, you can only do three. You're developing muscle fiber tension at its max peak without hurting yourself. Um, and, and always listen to your body there. So that, that is my, my fastest kind of hack when it comes to lifting is get to a maximum weight as fast as you can and don't be too stuck with the reps. There you go. That's it. You're going to see faster results. You're going to feel stronger, faster, and you're going to function better, faster. It's the fastest way to do it than, than going to the gym for six months and, and using that same weight and getting up to like, you're like, why not? I can do 15 reps at 30 pounds when really you should have been at like 100 pounds at five reps. Does that make sense? So there's a little cheat there when it comes to strength. If you're really want, focusing on strength is trying to get to the hot, the maximum amount of weight you can push three times, not just once. Once, once you know, you can give it 100% and do one and break a record, but that's where that mat, that it's too heavy, and that's where we see tearing, muscle tendon tearing, and, and, and issues there. So if you can do it three times, then that's your probably your max weight. If you can do it 10 times, it's too light. That's my, that's my tip when it comes to that. You are not weak. You're amazing. Have a great week. Stay healthy. Stay Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Living a Full Life Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.